When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. All right, all right. Yo. Coming to you live from Philly. It's the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yo, yo, yo. As always, Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yep. You know, Tony, we made headlines last week because we came out, we had the balls to say that Dwight Howard won NBA free agency by dumping the Lakers for a better team in the Sixers and their people didn't like it. A guest today, right? A guest didn't like it. No, you know, he thinks he knows better than us, but uh, we're going to take it to him like we always do, Paulie. Yeah, we're having on the show NBA vet Jim Jackson. And by the way, interesting fact about Mr. Jackson, you know, he holds the record for most teams played for in the NBA. This is true. These are, he was passed around like a joint. I mean, uh, this guy has got to be terrible for his self-esteem. We're going to get into that with him. By the way, Tony, talking about self-esteem, Oz is riding high because uh, have you seen our ratings lately? Have you checked out our ratings? No. Well, let me tell you something. And we're, I'm going to give you a little inside baseball here, people. You know, people, they want to know, hey, why is your show only 20 minutes? We want it to be, you know, longer. We like it so much. Well, what people don't know, they don't know how this business works. You know, it's all about ratings, people. And uh, in the radio business, they have a term. It's called AQH. It stands for average quarter hour. You know, what that basically means is all the ratings that matter are in that 15-minute period. So when you're doing a three-hour show and you're spacing your audience out, you're diluting your AQH. Yeah, but us, makes sense. what we do, we do a shorter show yep. with compressing our AQH into one space. So basically, that's why our ratings are so off the charts, people. There you go. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when you put a lot of meat in the sandwich, you have to squish the sandwich down so you can eat it. 
There you go, Tony. Great analogy. Anyway, we're going to have Jim Jackson on the show. But uh, before we get into that, you know, we're basically halfway through the NFL season here. I mean, who knows if it's even halfway anymore? I, I've lost you track. Know, nobody knows you what know, it is. Nobody knows where we are. But, uh, you know, Tony and I, we always like to keep it fresh on this show, keep coming up with new inventive segments. Yep. So we put our heads together like we always do. Yep. And we said, hey, what can we do that nobody else is doing right now in any other show? So we came up with a segment. Get ready for this, people. Mid-season NFL Awards. NFL Mid-Season Awards. Best team. All right, you know, people out there, you're going to call us homers and whatnot, but this is our objective decision. It's the Eagles, and we'll tell you why. You know, first of all, you know, we're recording this on Monday, aren't we, Tony? So, you know, the game's about to start, but, you know, we can go ahead and lock in that the Eagles are going to beat the Seahawks. It's a done deal. Take back first place, done deal. But, you know, you look at their record. It's not about the numbers, people. It's about overcoming adversity. You know, that's what the measure of people, right, Tony? Yeah. I mean, look at the 2007 New England Patriots. Everyone thought, oh, they're going to win it all. They were 16-0, and but they never encountered adversity. That's why when they got to the Super Bowl, they lost to the shittiest quarterback in NFL history, Eli Manning. Yeah. And that's why the Eagles are the favorites right now. They've taken shots. They've been knocked down, and now they know what it's like to get back up. Don't sleep on the Eagles, Paul. Biggest mistake. All right, easy decision here, Tony. No real competition in the category. Biggest mistake has to be the Bucks signing Tom Brady. You know, no question. They had a perfectly good quarterback in Jameis Winston, and they yep. just threw him away like garbage. You know, Tom Brady just looked horrible against Patrick Mahomes. And you know, I looked up the stat, Tony. I looked up the stat. You know that Tom Brady had three touchdowns and two picks in that game. You know what other quarterback? Had three touchdowns and two picks on Sunday. Oh. Mitch Trubisky. Makes sense. I mean, there you have it. Tom Brady and Mitch Trubisky are essentially the same quarterback, Paulie. They're the same person. Well, when you look at the stats, that's the conclusion you got to make, right? And also, think about this. Looking at it, Trubisky's actually better. Look at the weapons that Tom Brady has. Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, Trubisky doesn't have any of those, nope. and he's still putting up the same numbers. So technically, Trubisky's ahead of Tom Brady. Good analysis there, Tony. Good analysis. And, uh, you know, that's a good segue, though. Dumbest decision. You know, you're, you're probably thinking, hey, you already just did a category called Biggest Mistake. Why are you doing one uh, dumbest decision? Well, we had to make room for this one because it's so dumb. The Bears going with Mitch Trubisky over Nick Foles. Huge mistake. Unbelievable. Foles was listed as doubtful for that game Sunday. When has Nick Foles ever been doubtful? Exactly. When Nick Foles is doubtful, that's when he's a sure thing. Exactly. And so what if he has a hip injury? You know, my Aunt Marie's boyfriend, Nunzio, he also has a bad hip, and that doesn't stop him. He goes to the store. He climbs up the ladder. And, you know, when I'm over there, I can hear him in the bedroom. You know, if Nunzio can work with a bad hip, believe me, Nick Foles is fine. Yeah, since when do you need a hip to throw a football? It's all up a body strength. You know, I could throw a ball 60 yards standard still. You've seen it, Tony. It's unbelievable. Easy. 65, 70 yards. Remember when we were kids, you know, used to throw that Hutch football like 110 yards. Yeah. Impact player of the year. Tony, the runaway winner in this category, no question. Impact player of the year has to be COVID. We've never seen anybody, any person, anything 
impact the NFL like COVID has. This virus is like the 85 bears of viruses, you know, it's just, it's just changing the league. You know, COVID is having the best season of any player, maybe since the, the 2013 season when Peyton Manning threw for 5,500 yards and 56 touchdowns, you know. Good point, Tony. And, and you know, COVID is also at the same time the most feared player maybe since Lawrence Taylor. You know, yeah. Lawrence Taylor used to scare players. They used to just be like, I'm going out of the game. But not on this type of level. Nope. You know, you've got dozens of players that said, okay, I don't know. I'm going to sit this one out. You know, I don't know if we'll ever see a season like this from uh, any other pandemic ever again. No, and you know, we got to start thinking, do you vote COVID into the Hall of Fame? You know, because if you're putting people, impact players like Ray Lewis in there, Peyton Manning, you got to make room for COVID. Shittiest player we've ever seen. All right, Tony, you know, a lot of competition in this category. So, you know, we're going to give you the nominees and then we're going to reveal the winner. The nominees for shittiest player we've ever seen. Mitch Trubisky. Terrible. Got to put him on there. Daniel Jones. He sucks. Colt McCoy. Awful. Ben DiNucci, Cowboys quarterback for one week. Dog shit. Andy Dalton, Cowboys quarterback again there. Atrocious. And of course, Tom Brady. All right, let's see who wins the award. Drum roll, please. The award for the shittiest player we've ever seen. Well, look at this, Tony. For the 20th year in a row, it goes to Tom Brady. Yeah. Well-deserved, Mr. Brady. You suck. We got to say, this year he he probably deserves it more than ever because, you know, he's being exposed. You know, uh, we were saying before the show... He reminds us of, uh, you know, Aunt Becky from Full House. Yep. Uh, you know, her daughter. What's the daughter's name, Tony? Uh, DJ. Yeah, DJ. You know, she faked her resume for college. And then, you know, someone was looking at it and they're like, wait, the, that, yeah, yeah, the head you photoshopped on you is twice as big as your body. Oh, you can't row. And then, you know, it all fell apart. Well, you know, that's Tom Brady, right, Tony? He totally fudged his resume. We've been saying it for 20 years, ever since WPQZ. You know, I won six Super Bowls. Look at my resume. I won six Super Bowls. No, you didn't. He did not. That was Bill Belichick's Super Bowls. As soon as he has the job on his own, what does he do? He fails. He shits the bed. He becomes Mitch Trubisky. So there you go. Congratulations to all our award winners. There's our mid-season awards. That was pretty good, Paulie. All right. Anyway, we got to keep it moving here. You know, uh, keep that strong AQH. And uh, anyway, our guest is getting on the line here. So let's bring him on the Fusco Satellite Network. Fusco Satellite Network. All right. We're uh, bringing this guy on because he had a problem with one of our takes last week. But, you know, this guy, you should know, he's in the kind of ratified air in the NBA. 14 seasons, played for 12 different teams, Sixers, Lakers, Warriors, to name a few. Anyway, let's get him in here. Jim Jackson, welcome to the show. So that's how you want to introduce me? Yeah. Rare Friday. Well, yeah, you know, uh, hey, you're... How come you couldn't just say, you know, four... Pick in the draft behind Shaquille O'Neal. Because you played morning, for 38 teams. 14-year career. But you had to throw other stuff in there. So we're starting off on the back. Well, you know, I th- I figured, hey, you're a record holder. You know, most people are proud of that. I guess you're not. Yeah, you know, that's I, very well, respectful. I tried to count the teams you were on. I needed a calculator, the got checks, to admit. The checks cashed. Well, yeah, you know, hey, you got paid, and that's good. Hey, good yeah. for you. I'm saying yeah. this is okay, good. good. Okay. You know, hey, you got around. You got your experience. You know, talking about that, you know, based how much you got around, you know, based on that, do you consider yourself, you know, you, you with so many teams, were you like the Taylor Swift of the NBA, would you say? Meaning? 
I don't. I mean, what's you know? You, you got around. Yeah, you had a lot of boyfriends. I mean, she's very well. Yeah, you're successful, popular. and you were with a bunch of uh, high-profile people. So, yes, on that aspect, you know, I embody all of those traits that she has, minus maybe the bank account that she has. But now, the beautiful thing about living in fourteen different or twelve different cities, I know where I don't want to live. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess that it's Cleveland. If there's one on there, I, I gotta no, go no, with no, Cleveland. No. You see this shirt? I'm from Ohio, but I would choose not to live in Cleveland. Yes. There you go. See, I got to the point. Yeah. That's called journalism. There. All right. Now, look. I want to. You know, let me ask you a follow up here. Okay. What is the reason? Let's be honest with ourselves here. What's the reason you got traded around so much? You know, while you're hard to get along with, you got bad breath. What's your story? No, not the bad breath. No, now, now. Keep in mind, at times it wasn't just trades. I was a free agent four or five times. You know, sometimes it's stuff you can't control. You can always do your job, right? But sometimes, maybe like when I was in Miami, I played well, started. Uh, we won some games. We didn't make the playoffs. But that that year, they drafted Dwayne Wade and Karan Butler. So Pat Riley was like, listen, Jimmy. We don't need you're you. You're a free agent. You deserve to go somewhere and start. We'd love for you to come back here. You got a spot if you want. But we have to see if these young guys can play. But – Again, you can come back. So he left it up to me to make a decision what I wanted to do in regards to being in Miami Heat. But I respected that he called me and gave me that option. Yeah, but you left and then they won a championship after. So, you know, no, they, no, they won it, but they won it a couple of years later. It wasn't hey, well, you know, same difference. It was uh, four years later. Yeah, same thing. So, what are you saying? That you tanked, you tanked, and therefore they got these draft picks? Is that what you're exactly. admitting yeah, here? Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. I made sure they got go. the same way and Karan Butler to set the stage for them to win their first title. They're welcome. Well, that's very selfless I, I of you. It was selfless of me to think about the future of the Miami Heat. You like that, right? There you go. Now, you know, I want to ask you a question about that because, you know, the uh, Sixers went to the finals after you left. Would you say your career went downhill after you left Philly? No, you know why? I never made. I didn't make the playoffs until I left Philly. Oh. Ah, 98-99 lockout year, I made it with Portland. So Asterisk. from that point on, Portland, I made it. You know, Sacramento, uh, we made it to the Western Conference semifinals. Phoenix. Wait, well, are you saying that you saying that leaving the Sixers helped your career? Shame on no, you. No, what I'm saying is leaving the Sixers enabled me to get to the playoffs in a different spot. That's not saying wow. now. I didn't have a choice but to leave the Sixers. They traded me. So I didn't have a choice. You must have done something you know wrong. What I mean, Larry Brown wanted a certain kind of team around AI, which I got. And he wanted players that kind of fit that mold. So I guess I wasn't one of them. Do you ever think, look back on a guy like Larry Brown and be like, you know, fuck you, you, you ruined my career or, you know, no, you, no, I had no, a good thing, thing going? The only thing, the only thing I, I, I always say this, man, you know, you seem like you're an honest guy. You're an honest guy. You tell it like it is. You, you got to ask. Well, yeah, you got to we ask. We're from just, Philly. You know, it it could have been a rhetorical question. I don't know. You know. I told you, I'm a journalist. I tell it like it is. <laughs> yeah, big right, J so journalist. The only issue was, I gave you two prime examples of coaches that kind of came to me and were truthful about something. Larry Brown did the opposite. You know, oh. he was like, Jimmy, I want to get you to a playoff team. You know, I got connections with San Antonio. Golden State is calling, but we're not interested. Yeah, it's not you, it's they me. Just had a shoot around before a game. Then later that evening, I get a call from... The general manager, I think it was Billy Knight at the time. And it was like, don't come in. We're making a trade. So in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to a playoff team based on what Larry Brown told me. Comes to find out, I get traded to Golden State for um, Joe Smith. Who? Me and Clarence Weatherspoon. Go, and I'm like, 
Well, he just told me that they weren't interested in dealing with Golden State. And two, he wanted to get me to a playoff team. Why did he even tell me that? You know, when it, when it wasn't true. And that's my, that was, that was my problem with Larry Brown. That- is this, this if, if this if this is what you're gonna do, if you're gonna make the trade, either don't tell me or just tell me the truth. Like, look, this we got opportunity to get I'm a veteran in league at that time. But just, wait, are you saying you know, because I'm losing a little respect for Mr. Brown here. Are you saying you know you want to kick his ass? Is that uh, what's going on here? No, uh, you know, water under the bridge, bro. At the time was I upset, yeah. But as time moved on, I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. You know, I saw him at the Wawa. Uh, two weeks ago, I'm gonna kick his fucking ass if I see him there again. Live and let live. You, you can do that. Let me ask you a question. You know, let's one. be honest here. You know, you're playing for all these different teams, moving around so much. Right. You ever get confused? You know, mid game, like uh, you, you know, you're like, uh, wait, I'm on the no, Warriors. Why know, did I just pass on. the ball Here, to Iverson? Here's the funny part. Yeah. When you go to your old arena, you used to walking in the home locker room, but you go to the visitors' locker room. That's when it's different. And you did that? You walk no, in and be no, like, oh, I shit. I walk in, but I, you know, started down that hallway. It was like, no, I go to the visitor's locker room. You ever, you ever get inside the huddle, you know, and see if anyone noticed, you know, try and cop a few plays? Nah, I couldn't do that because I had a different uniform on. They knew the face, but the uniform Oh, good different. point. Yeah. I never tried, you know, I never tried that to get in the huddle. I should have. Yeah, see, you learn a lot on this show, too. Now, uh, you were in the league 14 seasons, as we've established, played against a bunch of people. Who's the biggest jerk? Yeah, give us the dirt. I've been fortunate. I never played with like a jerk like on my squad. I've been fortunate. Some guys, you may have different ideas, but not like a flat out, like the biggest jerk. Come on, hurry up with the answer. You're going to kill our AQH. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, I'm going to have to think of an answer, bro, on that. So what you're saying, it's LeBron. No, that's what you said. I'll give you multiple choice. A, LeBron, B, Carmelo Anthony, C, Carmelo Anthony. Go. See, there you go. No. So what you're saying is it's Kobe. I get yeah, it. No, you know, hey, I played with Kobe. Now, he, he was irritating from this perspective, like Michael, so hard to guard. And the only thing that irritated me about both of them was they wanted to cry because they, they, they wanted every call from the officials. I'm like, bro, dog, like, man, stop asking for all the calls. You go get them anyway. Whoa, you said that to them? Why not? Did they, and what they say to you? Like, shut up, go away, so, you know, go trade to another way. team. I took offense to that. Oh, I don't know. They, they probably did. That wasn't going to stop me from talking. You know, I like you. I like you. And, uh, you know, yeah. this is why we gotta you got to get to a Moxie. point, you know, why we okay, brought you point? on here. Because, uh, you know, you've been talking. You know, you, you apparently don't like what we said when we said Dwight Howard won NBA free agency by leaving the Lakers for the Sixers, you know, and thus having yep. a better shot at a championship. Now, that? what's your beef? He made a smart move if he thought the Lakers didn't want to sign him back. No, I, no, I think he was pissed off and he wanted... To be like, okay, the Lakers, you don't want to do this. I'll go over here. To a superior franchise. Yeah, that takes balls. You see, you know, LeBron needs everything set up. He needs Rich Paul to put all his players on his team. Needs to have the valet roll out and press his shirts. Dwight oh, so Howard, you, he says. Me if, you, if you didn't have that power, you wouldn't do it either? That's what you're telling me. Oh, I, I do have that power, but it's in the sports talk business. Well, now, you know, I don't run teams. Don't yeah. What I'm saying is if LeBron has so much power, how come he can't hold on to a legendary player like Dwight Howard? They had a real good free agency. What do you mean? West no. Matthews, they no, got- they lost free agency. No, you know, as someone who has been, played for 12 billion teams, you should know, probably know how free agency works. Dwight was the biggest name. It's about who's Where? the biggest name. And yep. the Sixers landed him. Dwight Howard. Look Are him you up. kidding me? You know what your problem is? You know what your problem is? I get. I see what's going on here. You yep. think because you've been on, you know, 12 billion teams that you know more about basketball than we do. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
I mean, common sense would tell you that. Oh, oh, well, let me tell you something about common sense. We played in the Spruce Street Rec League for 22 dominated. years, never got traded dominated. once. But guess what, Jim Jackson? What? Guess what? I'm about to trade you to the trash bin because you're <laughs> off the show. You're off the Goodbye. show. Go see if you can Goodbye. sign with some other you podcast because you're off of here. See ya. Full scope satellite network. Is he off the line? Unbelievable. Hang up that phone. I mean, c- come on. He's the right. worst Jackson out of all the Jacksons. They, I would have rather had, you know, uh, Tito Jackson on the show. Yeah, or Action Jackson. Or even, you know, Jackson Brown. Doctor my eyes, more like doctor my ears. Doctor my balls. Well, you know, we got to calm down. Calm down, you know, because as always, we got business to do, Tony. And today we got a great business to promote, don't we? Yep. You know, people, pizza delivery, it's overrated. Yeah, it is. With COVID and everything, we're all spending enough time in the house. And besides, why you want to eat a pizza that's been in a car for 40, 50 minutes? No. You got to go to the source for fresh, real, authentic pizza. And you got to go to a place that you can enjoy the environment outside your home. And that's why we're doing an ad today for Sabaro. Look, there's nowhere better to eat right now than a mall food court. Support your local business. You're amongst the people. You get to have some food before you go back home into your cave. Look, people, Sabaro, it's been around for hundreds of years. A great tradition, Italian tradition of good Italian food, good pizza. And Tony, you had a great experience at the local Sabaro, didn't you? Yeah, so I took this girl I'm kind of going with. Her name's Abalonia, and we went there the other night. And she was really turned out. You know, I sprung for two slices, and she knew she was special. We sat down by the fountains, and it was just like being in Roma. We threw some pennies in. Then I said, hey, there's a quarter. Go pick it up. It's your lucky day. And we didn't just have pizza, no. We had baked ziti cooked by fluorescent lamp, Italian salad with olives, and not a super cold salad either. These salads are perfect room temperature. And then I told Abalonia, you can have any soda of your choosing, Mountain Dew, Orangina, Fanta, and let's just say, I'll be seeing her again very soon. What a romantic evening it sounds like you had, Tony. So there you go, people. You know, support your local food court. And if you can't get out to the food court, they got two Sabaros at the airport, Terminal E and Terminal F. So, you know, head over there. And, uh, hey, then you're really, you're one step away from, you know, Rome. Hey, you're right down the terminal. Yep. So uh, there you go. Great ad right there, Tony. And Yeah, um, I felt pretty good. I'm sure we'll be hearing from the good people at Sabaro very soon, you know, thanking yep. us. Cut us a check. All right. Well, you know, we're running short on time, but uh, I think we got enough time to give the people what they want. You know, we've been deadly accurate with our picks all year long. And uh, I think we're going to go ahead and give them uh, lock picks for the next NFL week. We know whenever that week happens, who knows? But uh, hey, we don't know if these games are going to happen. But if they do, here's what's going to happen. Right, Tony? Let's do it. My 100% lock pick of the week are the Philadelphia Eagles to beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. 
as of right now, the game against the Seahawks on Monday night hasn't happened, but we both know that the Eagles are going to win, which means they're in first place right now, and they need to win to stay in first place. I love the Eagles to win 37-24. to 24. All right, I'm going with uh, the Broncos to beat the Chiefs. Now, you know, you may be saying, what, why are you taking the Broncos to beat the Chiefs? The Broncos don't even have a quarterback. Yeah, well, the Bucks didn't have a quarterback, and they only lost by three to the Chiefs. So I see, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he's been, uh, you know, running ragged, you know, having to play all these games. Meanwhile, the Broncos quarterbacks, they're rested. They're ready to go, you know, rejuvenated from the Regeneron they probably took. I like the Broncos to beat the Chiefs in a surprise to everyone but me. 2760. All right, well, uh, that wraps up our picks and uh, that wraps up our show. Uh, we're not going to thank uh, Jim Jackson, are we, Tony? No, are you kidding me? Now you'll see why he got traded around. I mean, he didn't last yeah. five minutes on this show. How is he yeah, going to last probably on, like the on a 30 second podcast he did today? We just traded him off our show, too. Yeah. Another team gone for Jim Jackson. Anyway, uh, good job as always, Tony. Same to you, Paulie. Another flawless show. And as we come to the end of our AQH here, you know, you've learned a little something on this show. Remember to subscribe, people. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter. Look up the Fusco Show. Hey, we'll see you next week. See ya.